Brown Guy Radio Sports is brought to you by these great sponsors. Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded, just like you. Located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. You need a reliable family car for you or your student. Buckwalder Motors in Wellman has your car. And Richardson Tech Solutions of Richland, Iowa. Welcome back to Round Guy Radio's coverage of high school football. Uh, as we go over the schedules, we've got uh, Coach Don of the Oskaloosa Indians with the Wellman program, Coach. Hey, thanks. Glad to be here. All right. Well, uh, before we get into the schedule, let me ask you, uh, I know the classifications came out. I don't know if you changed classifications or if there was any ins or outs of, of the conference. Could we go over that uh, real quick? Yeah, so we uh, we are 4A. Still, we're in class 4A. Uh, we're, we're closer to the bottom. Um, so right around that bottom 4A, top 3A. Um, so that's where we landed with all the new SES uh, and percentages coming off. And so we're looking forward to the, the schedule we have and, and the fall coming around. Okay. Well, uh, Scotty Melvin, uh, my sports director and I, we, we feel like you play in one of the toughest uh, conferences and have one of the toughest uh, uh, last year, for sure. You had one of the tougher schedules uh, of any of our area teams, but uh, who do you play first coach? So we'll actually start week zero with our, our scrimmage against Des Moines Lincoln. Uh, it's been a good setup for us. But then week one, we'll uh, be at home against Washington. Um, and not, yeah, not Cedar Rapids, Washington, but Washington Demons. Well, uh, that is a, a, that should be a really good matchup for, for you guys. Uh, I, li- I like that. I like that matchup a lot. And you're home, you said, for that one? Yeah, we're at home. So Coach Eric. Um, I know Coach Eric just through family ties and whatnot, but we were in contact over the last year or so saying if we aren't paired up in the same district, which would require us to go 3A. So when we went 4A, we got on the horn and made sure that we uh, we got that set up so we could play each other. Well, that'll be a great game for you. It should be a good gate as the Washington Demon crowd uh, likes to travel and likes to support their team. Well, uh, what do we know about the, uh, the Washington Demons? Because I, I have talked to them, you know, uh, I, what I know about Washington Demons and, and this year, next year, 10 years ago, they're a very defensive ordinated team. Uh, uh, their defense seems to be more standout than their offense in a general year. Uh, uh, what do you know about the Washington Demons? Yeah, I mean, we have great respect for them. Uh, it's always a tough matchup. They're a gritty, uh, gritty team. Um, definitely blue collar. Uh, and uh, so it's been back and forth when we've played them. And, you know, I'm talking with Coach Eric, it sounds like our teams are going to be very similar. So, it, you know, even going behind the scenes, our matchup's going to be even better just because we're a little light with our numbers in our senior classes. Um, but yet we have some groups coming up that have some better numbers in our, our junior and sophomore classes. So it, it should be a great week one matchup. Yeah, I would agree with you. That's the kind of matchup that Round Guy Radio really likes. You know, uh, I grew up in Fairfield. Uh, and they had the old Southeast Seven, so Washington, Fairfield, Oskaloosa, uh, Mount Pleasant. Uh, uh, we play each other every year. It seemed like. Yeah. Uh, so that that's a good that's a good traditional matchup. Uh, that should be a really really good game and a nice little test for both of those teams to see kind of where they're at. Uh, what about uh, week two? What are we doing on week two? Uh, so we go a little not traditional. Uh, week two, we're we're at Des Moines Hoover on a Thursday night. Woo. Yeah, which is. Good. 
Yeah, it's a new thought for us. Uh, not necessarily playing Des Moines Hoover. We've learned over the last two or three years since they went to a five five class uh, situation in the state of Iowa that we we played a lot of teams that we don't normally play. Like you were just saying, you, you know, normally you play the Southeast Seven where you're playing your Fairfields, Mount Pleasants, Fort Madison's, Keokuks, Washingtons, um, and it's been far from that the last few years. You know, with the schedules that we've had, so playing playing the new opponent is not. Uh, you know, it is what it is now. So we're looking forward to it. playing on a Thursday night. Actually, it's kind of, uh, you know, I've talked to a lot of people about it and it's it's kind of cool just because it's something different. So uh, we're looking forward to that. Well, I'm interested in how the Thursday night game came about. And I, I'm a, a, I really like a Thursday night game because then I can focus on that game. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Where, you know, when the, you know, on a Friday night, uh, you know, I got about 30 games that I'm following. <laughs> Yeah, so we'll be front and center for you. Um, it came about because I think Hoover plays at a community stadium as shared. Uh, so they just – the same thing was true with Cedar Rapids-Washington last year when we played them, but it just happened to be that we got the thir- the Friday game rather than the Thursday game. So uh, it's just a Des Moines, communi- uh, Des Moines shared community stadium there, and um, so that's why we're playing on Thursday night. Yeah, I talked to uh, Keith Murphy up there uh and uh, asked him about Des Moines football. And he said there was uh, some schools that went together and, and built these really nice stadiums. Is this going to be one of those uh, uh, brand new up to date kind of a uh, super uh, facility? You know, I don't know for sure. Um, I hope so. Uh, just because it, it, it'd be cool to go experience that and, and, you know, playing at the nice, a nice stadium like that is always fun. So I'm not exactly sure. I, I actually wasn't aware that Des Moines Hoover wasn't playing at their home stadium until our schedule came out and then realized that obviously they must be sharing the stadium. So well, you, you might be walking into a $14 million uh, brand new multiplex uh, stadium for that. Hey, you, that's okay. Yeah, that, 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 that in and of itself would be a nice uh, uh, little thrill. Uh, yeah, sure. So, uh, well, that's kind of exciting. I know uh, Waco uh, is playing uh, New El Fonda uh, on a Saturday on the first week of the season uh, uh, in, in Des Moines at one of the stadiums like that too. So that's, uh, you know, when, when the state builds these big stadiums, it's nice for some of these Southeast Iowa schools to get to play on them, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. Um, and that's interesting that they play on Saturday. I didn't know that that was a thing. So yeah, I figured a it was showcase with Friday. Two, two, there's a, a double header that day. Uh, they're bringing teams, teams from opposite ends of the States, uh, kind of meeting in the middle in Des Moines. And, uh, yeah, I think theirs is at Valley Stadium or something like that. But uh, oh, that, That's cool. That, yeah. I like that. Uh, it's something new. I mean, there's nothing wrong with doing something new like that and making some, some good matchups. So that's, that's exciting. Yeah, last year uh, there was an eight-man showcase week zero uh, where they had a doubleheader at Martinsdale-St. Mary's uh, in the same kind of scenario uh, with teams from southeast Iowa and out west. Uh, playing each other uh and that was a really fun event this is just gonna instead of being week zero it's gonna be week one but then again that's another great uh opportunity for us at round guy radio to focus in on one game instead of you know 20 or 30 games uh at at once so well uh i'm looking forward to that and i'll definitely be tuning into your game uh on that thursday night and maybe getting a little little coverage for you uh out of that well what do we know about uh is it des moines hoover you said you're playing yeah des moines hoover um you know i'll be honest don't know much uh, you know, we'll, we'll learn a lot more after we watch their week one film. Um, I know throughout the past years, and they've struggled a little bit, but they've also been playing a lot of uh, really good, really good teams. So they're playing a lot of that Des Moines competition. Um, and now they're they're down in Class Four A. So 
the reclassification, dropped them in 4A. And uh, so they're actually in like a district with, I believe, like Pella and Bondurant and Carlisle. If I'm, I think that's right. Uh, so uh, it'll be interesting. You know, it's it's new times. We're playing different teams, so it's kind of exciting. Well, I, I do never do understand how Des Moines and Oskaloosa are basically the same. Uh, I don't know. If, do they not have a globe or something over there uh, where they're making these <laughs> these rules up, or never never looked at a map or anything? But uh, yeah, well, wait till we get into our district, then you'll be saying that a lot. Okay. Yeah, and, and you guys just play a brutal, brutal district. Uh, um, well, uh, what do we got week three? So back uh, to tra- traditional, we're, we're with Grinnell at home, uh, which we're excited about. We, you know, took a two-year hiatus from them. Uh, we didn't play them in our non-district the last two years, and, you know, it's a good matchup. It's a good rivalry. Uh, two schools that are very similar um, in size, and it, it goes back and forth every year. So we're looking forward to, to getting back on the field with Grinnell. Well, I get to see Grinnell a couple of times. Seemed like they had a really great running game. Uh, do you know uh, much about them? I I, I did two, a few years ago, but then, you know, when we took the two years off from them, um, you know, things things have changed over the last two years. Uh, I, I, they made the playoffs last year. If I Yeah, they if were I, a really good team last year, I, I'd have to say. They were in, I right. think, that same conference with Fairfield last year. And, okay, and Washington yeah. Washington and Mount Pleasant and Solon. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know much specifically about their group this year, but I do know that their uh, their football culture has always been solid. They're, they're a town that loves their football program, and uh, and so are we. So it's a great matchup. It's kind of like that Washington matchup week one where it's just a, a traditional game for us that uh, will draw a nice gate and uh, people will be excited about. Okay. Well, what about week four? What do we do in week four? So week four, we're at Atomwa. Uh, which is a solid matchup for us. It's gone back and forth the last few years. And uh, so it'll actually be our 99th and 100th meeting. Um, And I didn't look that up. I was told that. So if I'm wrong, don't blame me. Uh, But I was told that this year will be our 99th meeting, which is at Atomwa. And then uh, next year would be our 100th meeting, which is, it's, that's pretty crazy. Um, uh, a great accomplishment. It seemed like the last time or two, uh, uh, you guys played, it was a barn burner, uh, uh, kind of went down to the wire. If I remember right. Yeah. Last year definitely went down the wire. I mean, it was a, it was the end of fourth quarter game. Um, and Atumwa, Atumwa pulled away from us there at the very end. So we're looking forward to, uh, that matchup so we can get back at them this year. Yeah. I remember that was, uh, uh really one of the excitingest games, uh, of that week, uh, that was that was a really great game. Uh, and Atoma had a really good running back, I think, last year that, that really did bust out a lot of yards. And uh, they they're also you know moving up into the bigger uh, area schools. They got to play a lot of big schools like you do, don't they? Yeah, they ran that triple option last year, and they did a nice job with it and a uh, solid running game. Um, I think they lose a little bit of that, but that's not to say they're not going to reload with other guys. And so we'll we'll be looking forward to week four for sure uh, when it gets there. Yeah, and that'll be another uh, short trip for your fans. Uh, I, yeah, I bet, amen. I, I bet you'll you'll uh, uh, it'll be a semi home game for you uh, probably there in Atomwa. Yeah, that's our shortest trip um, by about an hour. <laughs> uh, not an hour, but Des Moines Hoover wouldn't be that far. It's only an hour, and, and you know it's not a big deal. It's it, we make some of these trips. It's one time a year, and uh, but yeah, we do have 
Someone said they're they're going to charter some planes for us this year when we get to our district play. <laughs> yeah, I I don't like to say I, I don't know. Uh, uh, maybe they never checked the price of gas when they uh, uh, scheduled this stuff either. Uh, well, uh, uh, that'll be. A, gosh, you got a couple great. You know, three uh, three of these matchups I think are just really great. And the one that's uh, uh, the Des Moines one, at least it's on a Thursday night. We can really focus on it. But I kind of like these first four. Uh, we're halfway through the season, or or or, or about. Uh, uh, but I'm liking everything you're telling me. Uh, what else we got? Yes. So when our non-district came out, we were excited about it. Like, and not that we're hey, these are games we're going to go win, but it's just good matchups. The Washington and then at Des Moines Hoover's new on a Thursday and then home Grinnell at Tumla. So a lot of tradition in those rivalries. So then we get into our district play. Um, yeah, it's a tough district. So we're at Clear Creek um, week five. Clear Creek is, Amana. Uh, you'll probably have Ashton Kusher there in the audience uh, cheering against you there. I hope so. That'd be sweet. Yeah. Well, they're, they're our kryptonite right now, man. We've we've played them a few times in our uh, history, and I don't I don't know that we've ever beat them. So uh, last year we had them on on the ropes at our place till about the last three minutes of the game, and then we gave up a big touchdown, uh, and and they they squeaked away. But uh, we're looking forward to that matchup. Well, I had a little crawl. Uh, a little little sand in my craw over uh, uh, Clear Creek Amana because uh, they just beat all of the Southeast Iowa teams. They played every single time until this basketball team when the Washington Demons and I think the Fairfield Trojans put a put a little thumping on them, uh, which I, I enjoyed that immensely. Uh, hopefully we'll get we'll get back at them uh, this year. Uh, but uh, uh, what do you know about them? They they've had a a, a pretty decent team, maybe not a, a state playoff team but a, a really good record the last couple of years yeah sure they're well coached um and they're gonna come in they're gonna be disciplined um you know we've seen what they've done the last few years offensively and defensively so they're becoming more familiar to us i guess and not to say that they couldn't go change things uh from from last year to this year but uh, uh a little more familiar to us and and so it's not necessarily a, a, a new team for us to play. So, that, I mean, we have that going for us, and we know what we're getting into. Well, Coach, your job is to get me excited about the Oskaloosa Indians football schedule, and you are, are nailing it. Uh, <laughs> uh, like I say, I don't, I don't know any of these games are just, you know, we're just going to win these games, but I like them all. They're all competitive games uh, and good matchups, and uh, uh, I hope you stick it to Clear Creek Amana. Uh, I would appreciate that very much. Yeah, well, I mean, we have great respect for Coach Hattie at Clear Creek, um, but we, we haven't beat him, like I said. So, I mean, that's motivation in itself. We need to get one on the board against those guys. All right. Well, uh, week six. Week six, we are home, and uh, Clinton is going to join us in Oskaloosa from the eastern side of the state. Uh so yeah, we have Clinton. That's a that's a brand new matchups for us. I don't know much about them. Um, so I, Coach uh, Herrig is their their head coach. Um, so it, it'll be interesting. Um, I can't even tell you what color their uniforms are. So that's how much I know about Clinton when it comes to sports. I don't know that we've ever played Clinton. Um, well, I, 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 I got to see him play uh, Burlington last year. Uh, yeah, um, they were in that district over on the eastern side of the state yeah uh, again like you say the guys that make these schedules out don't have a globe uh uh they got a famous alumni uh david johnson uh that played for the arizona cardinals uh he's a clinton alumni maybe oh you're... the you so the you and i running back yeah yeah yes you might uh, i did not okay i didn't know that you, you might not know i don't think they won any games last year uh 
uh, and Burlington was a very good team, but they did not have an easy time with them. Uh, uh, they looked like a team that had a lot of talent, to be honest with you. Um, but they're, you know, they're one of those teams that play a lot of uh, really good teams every week, you know, uh, and they're, it was a, a tough for them. But uh, they've had a couple years back to back where they haven't uh, uh, put a lot of wins on the board, I can tell you that. But uh, I wouldn't underestimate them. They, uh, but, but it's good that that's a home game, you say. Oh, yeah, I guarantee you we want to underestimate them. We've had our fair share of struggles over the last few years, so we're looking to, to rebuild – or not rebuild, that's a horrible word. We're looking to push forward. Um, we've got some things going in the right direction and uh, get get some momentum going. That's a better better yeah, way last for Last year you, you lost a, a, a few squeakers uh, uh, that could have gone the other way too. Uh, well, uh, week seven – gosh, you got a great schedule. Uh, week seven, we are at, back at Cedar Rapids Xavier. Oh, well, uh, uh, that's going to be a mountain. Uh, <laughs> yeah. why, why, why do you say that, man? Well, uh, just because they beat everybody to death. They're really one of the best programs traditionally uh, in the state of Iowa. Uh, always in the state uh, championship, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, Coach Schulte's got a really good thing going there. Uh, I think we were like one of the first teams to actually score on them. Um, when Wayland, we hit Wayland over the top. And it might have been against some of some of their reserve players. For all I know, but all I know is there hadn't been a district team score on them until we did week nine. Uh, I mean, they're tough. We know what we're getting into there. For some reason, we, you know, we keep finding ourselves in Xavier's district over the last few years. And uh, but it is what it is, and we're not going to back down. We're going to prepare every single week, and, and we'll see what we're at going into week seven. You know, the we we really like our our first six weeks just because. Um, it, it, there's a lot of excitement in the air for that. And then, yeah, we'll, we'll head up to Cedar Rapids Xavier. It's like you said, it's, it is going to be a mountain call a spade a spade. Um, but we'll take on that challenge. Yeah. I'm going to mark that down as a tough game. Uh, well, what we got week seven, I guess. Yep. So that was week seven. Or so week, week eight, eight uh, week eight, we're home against Burlington. Oh, well, that ought to be a great game too. Yeah. So we've, you know, we've played them a few times over the last five, six years, and it's been back and forth again. So I think we got them. We've gotten them a couple times, and then they've gotten us. They got us last year. Um, they're tough, man. It, I mean, last year's game was it was it was tough. Like we, it was hard hit. Um, if you want to see a good game there, and that's what it was. And it, we had to step up a little bit because they were out physicaling us uh, initially in that game, and then we kind of. Uh, we toughened up a little bit, and uh, it was it was an eye-opening game for us, where we realized that we got to be a we got to come on the field a little more prepared to play. Well, and, I, I interviewed Coach Kreppel, uh and uh, uh, two years ago we had uh, this Williams kid that uh, Scotty Melvin and I, uh, my sports director, named uh, Athlete of the Year. Uh, okay, uh, he was uh, uh, tremendous. I think uh, he's uh, uh, he's at some. Um, Morning Sun or some some school on that level. Uh, he got offered a, a full scholarship to Western Illinois after the first year, but he, he's going to stay where he's at. But uh, he was a tremendous. Last year they had this kid, uh, uh, Nolan Simpson. I called him Suitcase Simpson. Uh, he was quite a good running back too. Uh, and I think he's going to Grandview with uh, Simeon Reichenbach over there at uh, Waco. Uh, so uh, I'm going to have to put some money on those guys this year. Uh well, and I don't remember the kid's name, but it's, so are you talking about the the Mike Backer and fullback? Yeah, oh yeah, or uh, uh, I know he's a running back for him, but they had a great. Uh, uh, they, he's a very run oriented coach, that Crackle. Uh, 
Oh. Yeah, for sure. Um, it reminds me a lot of the team that I played for back with State and um, lining up with three backs in the backfield and, and just trying to push the ball right down your throat. So uh, we know what we're going to get with them. Uh, and so, you know, by the time we get to week eight, we'll see where we're at. And we look forward to that challenge. Is that home or away? That one is home. Oh, that's that's exciting. Uh, uh, sometimes uh, uh, you get a matchup like that, and uh, the home crowd can uh, uh, really, uh, you know, be the difference in that kind of a thing. Uh, uh, do you got a week nine game? Yeah, we go to North Scott. Oh well, uh, uh, they're they're a pretty good team normally. Uh, uh, I think Burlington played them pretty well last year. Uh, what do you know about them? I think they're kind of a high-flying team, aren't they? Yeah, I don't know a lot about them. I just know traditionally. I, I've seen them play um, on at the Dome. That's about when I've seen them play. Um, they're one of those teams. I'd put them up there in the category of Xavier, just to have a solid program going year in, year out. Um, I think everybody in our district sees that Xavier and North Scott are going to be um, – you know, the two, two favorites going into it and uh, everybody else is going to be looking to to make waves and that's that's what we're going to do. So uh, North Scott's going to be a, a tough finish, but we're going to go there and we're going to give it everything we got. All right. Well, uh, let's talk about the last, uh, maybe some seniors from last year that you won't have this year that you got to replace. Uh, who are you going to – what seniors uh, from last year's team are you going to miss this year? Oh, man, I'm going to miss every single one of them, man. They're special to me. But um, on the field, I know what you're saying there. Just so some of the ones that stick out the most are, are, are Tatum Westerkamp um, on the defensive side of the ball. And then he came out running back for us last year because we had so many injuries. And he just, I mean, he never came out. Of the, he never came off the field. Um, and he's getting it done in track right now, too. He's flying um, really fast on the track. So we're going to miss him. Super good athlete. And just uh, got after it for us. And then Waylon Bolaball, um, he, he was a standout receiver for us who also played. He was a leader in our secondary. And he uh, he left us. He's going to Upper Iowa. Uh, he was on scholarship. So to go there, I know he's excited for that change. Uh, but that's a player that we're going to miss with regard to uh, just big playmaker um, capability for us. And then, you know, we have a number of guys up front. Um, Junior Ramirez, Jordan Barnes, um, we got Brody Barnhart that we're missing. So uh, we, there's a lot to replace, but we also have we're all we're ready to reload. We got some younger guys that are ready to step up and and take on some roles. Okay, well let's talk about some of the uh, who, who's going to fill them shoes, as George Jones would say. Uh, 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 these some of these seniors you're losing. Who's going to step up and take those their positions? Um. So. Yeah, you know, like JT Baker, he's a guy that comes to mind. He 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 tore his uh, knee up against the Tumble Week One, um, and that was a game. That was a tide turner in that game uh, when JT went down. He had just scored a touchdown, and then I don't know what happened, but he ended up jumping and tore his knee out and missed the rest of the year for us. And he was a starter at safety and a halfway running back guy for us. So he'll come up and do big things for us. Uh, some other seniors, Wyatt Grubb's going to be huge for us still. So Grubb was a beast for us last year. Um, and then some younger guys that, you know, uh, Dom Pearsall, he, he's going to come in. Uh, he was a sophomore that played a lot of minutes for us last year. Uh, and then some guys that played as sophomores last year that, that did a great job. Uh, I don't know that they should have quite been in a varsity game, but because of some injury and situations like that, like Max, Max Ash and Jane Durande, 
Uh, Caden Johnson is another kid that really made big waves for us last year. So, uh, you know, we got guys there. We want to stay healthy. Lucas Tabekis is a, is a name from last year that, that stands out. Um, and we got to put the work in though. We're not there yet. And so when we step on the field that, um, we're as strong as we can be and fast as we can be. Well, it seems like over the years, Oskaloosa had some really great linebackers. Uh, what, what do you got over there at linebacker, uh, uh, and, uh, the defensive side of the ball in general, uh, how good do you think you're going to be? And uh, are you think you're going to be improved from last year? Yeah, so we have uh, – so a senior that we'll have out at Will Backer uh, will be Chase Holmes. Uh, he's earned that spot. I'm not, I'm not saying that that's his spot, but he's earned the, the opportunity. As a senior, he's put his time in, so we're looking forward to seeing what he can do. Um, at our Mike backer, I, I would keep your eye out for Don Pearsall. Like I just said, he, he's played some Mike backer for us as a sophomore last year, and he was hitting guys really hard. So you can only imagine what that could be like as a junior and senior. Um, and then like Lucas Tabekis is, is a linebacker guy that's not afraid to put his nose in there and go hit someone. At our bandit or our strong side backer, we, you know, it's kind of an unknown for us right now. It's a question mark. We have some guys that can fill that spot, but we don't know exactly which direction we're going to go there. Well, uh, last year I was interviewing the, the Martinsdale St. Mary's coach, uh, and I asked him, you know, are you going to run? Are you going to pass? And he said, well, last year we had a senior that was a really strong-arm quarterback and some really, really good, fast receivers with good hands, and we threw the ball a lot. Uh, this year we got a, a quarterback without that great arm, but we got some running backs that are going to be good. So what he was kind of just say, what I'm saying is he's kind of adjusting his offense to the players that he's got and, and what they can do well. Are we going to see a lot of running? Are we going to see a lot of throwing? Uh, uh, what kind of offense are, are we going to be looking at out of the Oscoose Indians? Well, our so we lost uh, – so Trevor Willett left us. He, he uh, opened and rolled Valley, um, and he started for us last year. So we'll have a good old-fashioned quarterback battle there. Um, and, we, and, we, you know, we'll have uh, – or, excuse me, will be junior, Merrick Pageant vying for the spot um Kane Boonder is a sophomore or will be a sophomore moving up he's very talented um Parker Lewis is going to be a junior so we have three guys that could fill that role and I'll be honest with you all three of them are athletic guys all three of them have a good arm all three of them can be uh, dynamic in our run game so and, and that, that excites me we're going to get back into some some of our uh option run game with our QBs and, and use them more in the running game rather than just turn and hand the ball off. Um, so that's the type of offense I like to run, but then we can also get out and throw the ball too. So I'm, I'm excited um, for the fall to come around, actually the summer to come around when we start doing some, some of our install. Well, if you're wanting to keep up with the Oskaloosa Indians uh, outside of Brown Guy Radio, uh, what are you going to uh, – what's the opportunities to follow uh, your team through social media, through streaming services? I, I think you guys are on Thunder Country. Yeah, absolutely. We're on Thunder Country. Uh, Jamie Brockman does a great job of broadcasting us there. Uh, he's exciting to listen to. Uh, KBOE is always going to be um, supporting us, on our hometown radio station. Uh, so that that would be your main source once we get into the season. I have to admit, I'm not a, I'm a huge not a huge uh, social media guy. I, I think a lot of our players do that for us, so I'm sure they have a bunch out there. Uh, hopefully, they're keeping it uh, respectful. Um, so. <laughs> That would be your best way to stay in touch with Oscars football. Well, uh, you're almost better off not having social media, to be honest with you. Uh, 
Well, uh, it's been a, a pleasure to talk to you, Coach. Is there anything we didn't get to talk about that you wanted to talk about? No, man. I just appreciate you reaching out. I'm excited to get things going uh, here in the summer. Well, uh, I don't know what's going on right now, but people are, are you know, I, I think, you know, spring sports are kind of wrapping up and baseball is getting ready to start and there's a little lull in there. And I think uh, uh, people are thinking about football. I seem to think about it all year long, but uh, I, I do think, I do think with the new classifications out and the new schedules coming out, I, I think uh, uh, certainly uh, by the ratings when we talk about football, I know there's a lot of people out there that are, that are listening to it. Thanks for being with us, Coach. Hey, you bet. Thank you. This episode of Round Guy Radio Sports has been brought to you by these great sponsors, Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded, just like you, located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. You need a reliable family car for you or your student. Buckwalder Motors in Wellman has your car. And Richardson Tech Solutions of Richland, Iowa.